podcasting from Lagos, Nigeria. You are listening to New Zone with Brown, a podcast committed to discussing relationship matters with reference to personal experiences from an open-minded standpoint to provide you with insights to have the best relationship experience. Prepare to be entertained as I introduce your host, Brown. What would you consider regrets? Are there things in your past that you have done and you are not proud of them? Do you look back on your yesterdays and you utter the words, I wish I'd done better, or I wish I knew better, or I wish I'd done different? Today on this episode, I'll be sharing some of my past mistakes in my romantic relationships as requested by a nude zoner who sent in a voice message a couple of weeks back. I thought today was a good time. I mean, today is a good time to answer his question and hopefully this would be more than just sharing stories or having fun or being entertained. I hope that you'll be able to look inwards and identify ways by which you have held on to the past and hopefully move on from there. My past is over in you Things made new Surrendered my life to Christ I'm moving, moving forward Hello and welcome to the Nude Zone with Brown podcast. My name is Brown and I am your host. If this is your first time joining us in the zone, welcome. And if you are a regular, like I love to call you a customer, da da. Thank you for the love. So when we come back from this short break, we'll delve into today's matter. See you soon. Hello, good morning, Brown. Yes, I just have a question for you. You said you've made a lot of mistakes in your relationship and. I think you should share more concerning the mistakes and your experience concerning your past relationships. Thank you very much. Shout out to Pali B who sent in that voice message. <laughs> um, so here goes the mistakes that I've made in my past relationships that I often talk about. You know, I often see on some episodes, I've made a lot of mistakes, I've done a lot of things. And I guess this museum, this needs when I was curious, like, Bia, what are those things you have done? Let us hear. <laughs> okay, so for the sake of privacy, I will not be going into details. And I know that this is the nude zone, a no judgment zone. We're supposed to lay it all bare and everything. Oh, definitely. That is the concept here. But then there are some things that I have to keep private. Well, I, I owe the explanation to you, nude zoners. Well, because I would very much like to share with my husband first before they become public information like before it is available to the public not that they are secrets you know some people already know not that they are secrets but i am not ready to put it out on 
air just yet so that is why i will not be going into details you guys know now that when i give you just when i tell you stories i often tell you details but this time around i will not be sharing details nonetheless i'll be giving you an overview of these mistakes i summarize them into three the first mistake that i made in my past relationship was engaging in premarital sex a lot of you know that i grew up in a christian home and by virtue of that i was not ignorant of right and wrong i knew that premarital sex was bad but the coconut air that i had because now i i have flesh head on my neck <laughs> because coconut head i had you know went against everything i was taught and decided to choke my hand inside fire put my hand inside fire not choke <laughs> so yeah of course i got burnt and looking back today if i could go back in time i would do things differently i definitely would um the second mistake that i would be sharing is i lived a couple's life whilst i was still very much single and I, I i know that this is not just something that students do even um working class people do it you know for sake of i i leave my workplace is closer to my boyfriend's house or my fiance's house so let's just stay together or oh, we're already planning our wedding and then um, it's just months away or it's just a year away let's just cut costs and start staying together since we shall soon get married you know all these kind of excuses in my opinion all these are excuses that was another mistake that i made and of course i got burnt because this kind of thing what it will fetch you is unnecessary everything everything is what to finish yeah it will cost you unnecessary to finish just it would water down the relationship the good relationship you ought to be having because for crying out loud there is no there is no legality involved there is no you know holy matrimony so you guys are just shacking up living that couple's life when you are both single and the last but not the least was selling myself short i didn't know who i was i didn't know whose i was i did not know why i was and because i was ignorant of these three things i suffered a great deal and when i say i suffered oh i suffered oh hey god i suffered as in i did more than suffered girl i i, I saw a lorry if you if you get that joke but you see this not knowing who i was thing you know telling myself short it was really evident in the very last relationship that i had boy for the first time in my life several sleepless nights up to the point where i was going to the pharmacy to get sleeping tablets and i remember one particular woman that i met one time and she was like how old are you what is it that you have in your head what are you thinking of that you cannot sleep naturally that you need sleeping drugs ah take it easy oh hey i got on that night and i was just crying practically half of that relationship i spent crying oh god i saw lori once again <laughs> thank god for god thank god for grace thank god for mercy i mean now that i know who i am so those of you who are listening to this um podcast who, who frequently listen to my podcast and you have at some point or the other have the conversation of you know what do you want in a man or how do you see your relationship going or you know all of this kind of talk and you've thought that ah, brown is too deep what happened this is too much what happened what, what did we order what are you serving my brother and sister this is why 
I didn't know where I was before, but now that I know, huh, it's not like I'm going overboard, but I now know the standard. And trust me, I am not going beneath that standard. That standard will not drop. Having shared those mistakes, let me share some of the lessons that, you know, these mistakes have taught me. The things that God has opened my eyes to see coming out of those relationships. I was going to mention that, you know, I've had quite a few romantic relationships. I won't give you a specific number. Please don't come into my DM and be asking me for numbers. No, I won't give you a specific number. I'll just give you a bracket between two and ten. So you can say it's three, mm -hmm. you can say it's five, you can even say it's nine and a half. Just know that I have had a thread of relationships that I have learned from. So when I share some things on my podcast, when I say some things, it's not head knowledge. There are a lot of things that I say that is not head knowledge, but I just can't be going into details yet. Like I explained earlier, sure you get. So... The lessons that I have learned from my past relationships, I've shared the mistakes in, you know, three summarized points. Let me now share my lessons. The first one is this, you see, sexual purity is actually for our benefit. I learned that, you see all of these commandments, do not do this, do not do that, do not do this, do not do that. It's not because of God, though. It is so that we can live without unnecessary pain. You don't need to have your heart broken for you have sense. Like we don't need to go through pain to actually have sense. If we follow God's guidelines, ha, we will be very all right. Sexual purity is actually for my benefit. Is it is in my best interest. Like it is in your best interest as well to abstain from premarital sex and remain pure even in marriage. Yeah, you might say, well, what do you mean even in marriage? Just That's a topic for another day, you know. Right now, let's just deal with this one first. It will save you from unnecessary headache, unnecessary worries. Is my message coming? Oh, I'm, I'm one day late. What is happening? Oh, I'm itching. Am I okay? Oh, I'm sleeping too much. Oh, my breasts are fuller. Oh, my stomach is tender. Unnecessary worry. Yorubas have a saying. They say, any toba jegbi. You cannot It simply means that it is only someone who has done something that deserves someone who has done something bad that deserves to worry. If you are clean, you simply go about your business. You will not worry whether the roof is about to fall on your head or not. Another thing that this premarital sex actually takes away from us, in fact, sexual impurity in general, one thing it takes away from us is the peace that we ought to have in our relationship with God. Remember Adam and Eve when they sinned, when they ate of the um, fruit, and God simply asked them a question, where are you? But what did Adam say? We are naked. He said, confessing like a parrot because we are spirit beings and your spirit man knows that oh there's a breach there's a breach there's a breach and the flesh will want to try and cover it up so a simple question is asked but then you start thinking of all sorts of answers to add to it where are you we are naked our legs are itching we are under the something the something is something the rain is about to ogre i did not ask you all of that where are you isn't was my question that's one of the things that sexual impurity does. It causes a breach in your relationship with God. And it's not as if God is angry or that maybe he's not the one that moved away from you. No, it is you, your spirit man that knows that, ah, I have done something bad. And automatically you try and distance yourself from God. So 
it is in your best interest to be sexually pure. Another thing I learned is that people actually really lie. People really lie. You may say, huh? Brown, dark powder, dark powder. What's that? I mean, people don't like it. People like giddy gong. Men as come. Women as come. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down, okay? Be calming down. What I mean is this. The lips might lie, yeah? But you see, actions will eventually tell the truth if given enough time and if enough attention is paid. You, the Yorubas have a saying, they say, wa, it means that the character or the behavior of a person is seen as smoke. When fire is burning somewhere, if you even try to cover the fire up with a can or a plastic or something, smoke will shall reveal that is a fire somewhere. Shall. If paid enough attention with enough time, you will get to know the real person. That's why I am an, ad an advocate of patience in relationships. Don't rush. Don't rush. And you see, biggest of all, it's not even in the longevity of the courtship or in the shortness of it. It's in your sensitivity. As you have met that man, as you have met that woman, are you praying? I think that one of the prayers that God enjoys answering is God, reveal to me if this is indeed your will for my life. Sharply, he will let you know because you see, he does not... Is, God is a businessman and he has invested a lot into your life. There's a purpose for which he has brought you here and he would love to see that purpose achieved. So if there's anything that would truncate that achievement, he's quite ready to remove it from your past. If you're not the one that says, Baba God, please show me. Kia, kia. As in quickly, quick, sharp. He's going to reveal it to you. So it's not left to you to ask for that direction. Another thing is to obey. To be sensitive when you see the answers to your prayer. Don't God be saying that hey, maybe somebody's lying on him. Maybe it will change. It's just a bit she will change. She's just no. Don't do that. If God starts, if God starts to show you the real person behind the mask, don't try and explain it away. So remember to open your eyes and ears as you're praying. Look at them very well. Be attentive. Don't get carried away by all the motionless and whatever and whatever. Pay attention in the place of prayer and in the physical. Pay attention. People really lie. Their lips might lie, but you see, actions will tell. Backed up by the Spirit of God, in fact, you will know. Quick shot. Another lesson I learned is this. You are not in a relationship if one person has not asked and the other person agrees. Okay, so on this one, I know at least I have like two friends who are now married and there was no actual asking out or actual proposal before they got married. You know, there was no, um, would you be my wife? You know, yes, yes, yes. There was nothing like that. They were dating and then in, in fact, I don't, from dating translated to courtship without any formal whatever. And one day the man just said, <laughs> well, babe, take a mood date. Like, let's pick a date like, let me come and meet your parents like let's do this thing what are we waiting for like it was just like that do you get so there are some people that in my work for good and fine but for me yo me yo olaye me brown it has to be asked like i need to hear the question are you asking for a dating relationship or are you asking for a courtship 
do you see this going into marriage or you want to test waters like is it a let us hang out get to know each other kind of thing or you have prayed you know what exactly you want god has revealed his mind to you concerning me and you think that we should go ahead with this what exactly are you saying here let's know exactly what we're doing that's my own advice so you know like i said it might work differently for you and this is just so that we avoid situationships avoid the case of somebody will not be saying in three years time that I, i'm inviting you to my wedding you not say how but we have been dating now person not say how date how who asked you out when did you say yes who are your witnesses to avoid stories that talk because situationships often lead to premium tears another thing is this i learned that i have tremendous value you know i spoke earlier about selling myself short i learned that i have tremendous value imagine me me imagine more crying on the phone and telling a man that i want you to be as crazy in love with me as i am with you and he goes huh no i don't want to be crazy in love or ha mugbe so me that i'm now crazily in love with you uncle ha while i for crazy in love <laughs> Needless, I learned the hard way. Now I know that my sensitivity, my my huge heart, the huge heart that I have, is actually priceless. Not everybody can feel like I feel. Not everybody can express like I express. When I go, oh, uh, you know, when when I express my excitement over something, over someone, and some people look at it like, isn't that too much for you? Maybe for me, no. God created me with a lot of emotions, and I am not, I am not afraid to express them. I learned that I have tremendous value with all of my attributes. I am not too much. I am not too little. I am just enough. Hence. I will not give discounts to anybody. I will not reduce myself for anybody. I come in my fullness. If you can embrace it, good and fine. If you cannot, please let your arms find somebody who is smaller that you can embrace. I was created huge, and that means that huge arms are what can fit me. You get? So if someone comes along and would honor, cherish, celebrate, and value me with all of my glory, ah. There is no need to spend time there. Go sit down, church. There is no fight there. Just you know, look for the person your hand can contain. The person that his hand can contain me will come along very soon. There is no fight there. You know, some will say that you feel too much. You are too sensitive. You talk too much. You laugh too loud. You will eat too slow. You will do this one, that one. Everybody might have an opinion about one thing or the other about you. The truth of the matter is this: you are just perfect. For your tribe, for your person, you are just perfect. You see the way you laugh, yeah, gung 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 gung. That's the what. That's what he likes. That is what he will love. Don't reduce yourself. Do not give discounts. Don't permit anyone to reduce you. You are worth beyond a thousand reasons why. No one is perfect though, but each one of us is perfect for someone out there. And best believe that they are praying to meet you real soon. There are people out there that will not only match your energy but appreciate it. And even if they cannot match your energy, even if they are not, you know, as big an an expressor or expressor as you are, they will not belittle you. They would appreciate you for they will celebrate the fact that you are the way that you are. So value yourself. The last but not the least, I learned that there is beauty in my brokenness. My actions 
led to further actions which for a very long time had me locked down in guilt and condemnation and shame but god taught me that there is beauty in my brokenness so if you are in maybe the same shoes as i am if you have done things in your past that you are not very proud of and you think that it's an hindrance to your in your relationship with god let me tell you god can and in fact he will give you beauty for your ashes if only you let him it can be really hard because you might feel dirty you might feel undeserving but that's those are lies that the devil tells us to keep us away from god's love mercy freedom and grace the truth of the matter is that there is see there's nothing you can do to deserve to deserve God's love. There is nothing you can do to deserve God's mercy. There is nothing you can do to, to deserve his grace. That is why there is also nothing you can do to lose his love. There is nothing you can do to not deserve his forgiveness. There is nothing you can do to, to lose his grace and mercy. It's not by works. Do you want it? Do you want that peace of mind? Do you want that freedom? If you do, all you need to do is have that talk with him you can go ahead and pause this episode pause the podcast have a talk with your creator tell him what you've done tell him everything you have done tell him in whatever language in whatever way you want to tell him he already knows of course but tell him it will lighten your own heart unburden before him unburden let it go let it go with him Acknowledge your need of him and ask him to come into your life and help you with resources, with the strength, with the relationships, with the kind of association that will help you to stand, that will keep you grounded and steadfast. Talk to him. I can promise you legit, legit, his arms are wide open. Like there is nothing you can say that is too big for him to hear. If you cry from start of your prayer to finish, it, it's a movie it does not surprise him and if you like to reach out to me maybe you'd ha- you have some questions or you'd like us to talk further please listen till the very end of this episode you get to hear how you can contact me i really do hope that today's episode has been of great insight and help to you until next time when i come your way with another wonderful episode of the new zone with brown i leave you in the hands of god And do not forget that I love you. Bye. You have just listened to Mute Zone with brown i look forward to hearing from you please send me a mail at newzonewithbrown zone with brown 002 at gmail.com or send me a dm on instagram at nude underscore zone underscore with underscore brown and please do follow on twitter at newzone with b thank you for listening and have a fantastic week ahead Jesus loves you.